Growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key techniques, systems, and mindset. Welcome to Foot Traffic. With over a million downloads, it's the go-to marketing podcast dedicated to helping you grow your small business. I'm your host, Stacey Tushel. I've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years, and I own multiple seven-figure businesses. Together, you and I are going to get you more customers in the door, more profit in your pocket, and more happiness in your home. Let's transform your business starting right now. Hey there, welcome back. We are on part three of our Simplifying Your Sales Funnel training. So we have been working all week on uh, really first, the first day was, if you haven't listened to it yet, I want you to go back and listen because we walked through this formula or this, um, I don't even want to say like this chart, I brought on my whiteboard and I was able to really walk you through maybe where you currently are at and where you want to be headed. We talked all about how lead magnets are starting to fade and they are just not as effective for somebody without that doesn't have a high budget. Okay. Then on day two yesterday, overthinking the fear of paid traffic. What a great conversation. I'm so excited for those of you that have been able to join us live. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, your, your thinking starting to shift a little bit. All right. So today we're talking about signs you're ready to outsource your sales funnel and signs you're not ready to outsource your sales funnel because I am not here just to say you have to hire this out. You have to hire this out. In fact, I believe that some people are not ready to hire this out and they need to know a little bit more before they actually are ready to do that. Okay. So for those of you joining us live, I would love to hear, are you outsourcing at all? Do you have a team, whether that's contractors, employees, um, outsourcing? Yes or no in the chat. I want to hear. Okay. So. We're going to be diving into, and here's the thing, you might realize that you've been outsourcing and there's there's maybe some things you need to do first, okay? So really quickly, uh, today is the last day to enter to win a scholarship for Foot Traffic Formula. Foot Traffic Formula is our six-month group coaching program that helps you build a sales funnel where you make money every single day, okay? That is the goal in Foot Traffic Formula. We get you building a funnel. Then after that, it's like, how do you get your first sale? How do we hit 1K, 5K, 10K, et cetera? Um, at our last um, retreat that we just did, I was able to pass out a $100,000 funnel award, a $250,000 funnel award, and a million-dollar funnel award. Imagine what that feels like, right? So with that said, last chance to get in. Make sure if you are binging these right now, you basically have 24 hours. So tomorrow at this time, we will be announcing the winner. You will be tagged in the Facebook group. If we go to find Instagram and we see that you've tagged us three times on social media and I go into the Facebook group to say, hey, congratulations, fill in your name, and you are not taggable, meaning you are not in the Facebook group, you will not be able to win. If you want a bonus entry point, make sure to leave us a review on the Foot Traffic Podcast, okay? So again, all you have to do is tag me, screenshot today's training um, or yesterday's and the day before. Yes, you might be tagging me three times in the next 24 hours if you have not um, done this quite yet. And then um, just share anything you want, okay? And then from there, we'll pick somebody tomorrow. Okay, so let's dive in today to outsourcing. Okay. Now, as somebody who has been outsourcing now for, 
I started probably three years in, I finally started hiring people. So we're talking about 16 years I've been working with employees and contractors. Okay. Um, oh, I just realized I don't have my rings on. I feel that feels funny to even hold my hands. Okay. So with that said, I've been outsourcing employees, contractors for a long, long time. And I can tell you that if you've ever heard the myths of teams are headaches, it's just easier to do it myself. It's cheaper to do it myself. I want to stay lean, right? I really want to tell you that entre entrepreneurship alone, being a solopreneur, I mean, entrepreneurship is hard enough. And then being a solopreneur makes it that much harder. First of all, what it means is you are every single position in the company. Your organizational chart is like Stacy, Stacy, <laughs> Stacy, Stacy reports to Stacy. It's like everywhere, right? That gets tiring really, really fast. And that means you couldn't possibly be in your zone of genius. Why? Because you're doing all the things. You can't be uh, good at everything, right? There's just no way. There are certain things that you absolutely excel in. And we have to make sure we get you doing just that, right? That is how the business thrives. Now, here are some signs you are ready. You need to start to think outsourcing, okay? And what I'd love to hear from you in the chat right now is if you haven't outsourced yet, I want to know why. Is it not enough income coming in, right? Maybe it's lack of money. Maybe it's a lack of confidence that they're just not, I can't train somebody to possibly do what it is I do, right? Um, what is the reason? What is holding you back? Have you done it before and had a bad experience? I want to know. Okay. I love it. Um, Allison says, I love outsourcing. Allison, I love it so much. You have no idea. And you do have an idea because you know when you have six people working with you, right? Working with you. Did you hear I didn't say working for you? Working with you. It's not like I'm growing foot traffic alone because that would feel so heavy. I get to grow foot traffic with my dream team, with the most amazing men and women on our team that get to help carry this with me, right? And that gives me freedom, flexibility, security. Um, and it's funny because people think if I have to pay, if I have to um, find enough money for a salary for somebody, like that feels scary to me. What should feel really scary to you is if you get sick, if your somebody in your family gets sick and you need to take care of somebody, right? And you stop working in your business, that is scary. Right now, if something unexpected hit me for the next six weeks and I could not work or lift a finger in the next six weeks, my team, I promise you, would not only have this thing running like a well-oiled machine, they would still continue to grow it without me, okay? That is freedom. That is security. That is just like so much power. And then the, the weight lifted off my shoulders, the anxiety that I don't have to carry, it is priceless. It really, truly is. So let's dive in. Signs, you're ready. Okay. So number one, you're overwhelmed. There is just too much for you to do. Okay. There are things that you should be doing, but you can't even get to them. Okay. I actually feel this way right now. Uh, there are so many things on my to-do list that I should be doing, that I could be doing, that I want to be doing, but I just can't. I am that maxed out. Okay. We are hiring. We are bringing, I actually am doing a final interview on Friday, um, we have our next person that are, they're applying for the next position on our team. As soon as that one's done, we'll be putting out another position. So 
it's one of those things where as the business grows, I get to keep taking more and more and more off my plate. Okay. Now, another thing to be kind of watching is you're starting to make mistakes. You're starting to drop the ball. You missed a phone call. You, <laughs> you couldn't even check your email yesterday, right? Like all of a sudden you're going, oh shoot, I forgot to do this because you have so much to do. All of a sudden deadlines are sneaking up on you. You have, you have this project you're working on. All of a sudden it's like, how is this tomorrow? I haven't even started. Okay. Another thing is your hands are in everything, everything. Um, another one, you have too many people reporting to you. So in my brick and mortar business, I have one direct report that reports to me in my online business right now. I think there are four people that directly report to me and that those four people, it'll start to get less and less and less and less just because Four people can start to be like pretty much your whole day of people voxing and emailing and tagging you in the project management software, right? It can start to be a lot. So we want to, as the CEO, get less and less direct reports and start to put more managers in place. We want to build up a leadership team, build up other people that can do what we are doing. The manager should be able to help you take off that workload, right? So that is when it starts to become exciting. Okay. Now, is there a learning curve? 100%. So here is where I want to discuss signs you're ready because those are things like you need it, but are you ready? That's a different conversation. Okay. So signs you're ready. I, I want you to think about this. And, and this is where I caution you to not jump too quickly. First, when you have no idea how to interview, when you have no idea how to train, when you have no time to train, this can get really, really bad. You can bring people on and immediately have to fire them or they quit because you're unorganized. It's a hot mess. They're like, what is even going on? And you start to scare them with your lack of organization. Okay. So signs you're ready. So first of all, a big one is you must know enough to be dangerous in whatever it is you're outsourcing. You must stay the strategist of your business. Okay. So sometimes when people look at foot traffic formula and they see what the program is, how we are helping you build the sales funnel, right? All of a sudden they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go hire somebody to build it for me. I, I don't want to do this. I'm just going to pay for it. Okay. And then we'll get that same person to come back and say, I outsourced it and this did not work. What am I doing wrong? And it's because you've allowed the strategy piece to be put in somebody else's hands that has no idea about your business. They met you yesterday, right? Even if they do a one hour consult, a two hour meeting to learn about your business, they still don't know the ins and outs, right? Mostly because you haven't even relayed enough of it to them, okay? So you have to know enough to be dangerous. So I always tell people, I want you to become an outsourcing machine, okay? However, before you can become an outsourcing machine, you have to know enough to know if there's red flags. You have to know enough to say, hey, uh, Michelle, I noticed you were doing this in Facebook ads, right? And then we can have a conversation. We can discuss it versus I'm just hoping Michelle knows what she's doing. Now, fortunately, Michelle does know what she's doing because we, we've been able to work together and she, we hire the best of the best. But, but if, how, how can I even say that without having the confidence of, I know she's good. I know the work she's doing is producing the benchmarks we should be getting. Imagine if you were to go to hire somebody, 
right? And you can't even tell if it's working. You can't even tell if that conversion is good enough or where it should be at. So before you ever outsource anything, you must know enough to be dangerous, okay? I do not know enough truly to go run a Facebook ad right now and probably kill it, okay? I know enough that I could get in there and get it set up and maybe figure it out, right? Where at least I'm able to have a conversation with that person. So too many people think outsourcing looks like this. Okay, I've been hearing about these sales funnels and I'd like you to build me one. My, I have a pet grooming business. All right, great. I'll see you in 12 weeks. Super excited to see what you come up with. I'm not kidding when I say people are delusional because they haven't experienced this before and they assume that the person they outsource to will be the ideas person, okay? You are still coming up with the lead magnet. You are still coming up with the irresistible offer. You're just passing that information to them. So the point here, and, and they're like task rabbits, right? So, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, I mean, that is their job. They are doers, done for you work, right? So they're like, well, tell me what you want me to do. Let me do it for you. But you are still coming up with the ideas and the strategy. Now, I can tell you that I have hired people thinking they were the strategist. They were the ideas person. And I have lost lots and lots of money. Have any of you ever done that before? Okay. One of the things that I did that was not great was I built a bad funnel because I didn't know anything about funnels at the time. It is a learning curve. I built a bad funnel, but it was a done funnel, right? So uh, I always tell people like, people will say when they come into foot traffic, we have, I have a funnel. So I'm going to go to part two right away. And I'm like, listen, you have a funnel, but is it working? Is it converting? Is it broken? A lot of times it's broken, right? I had a broken funnel. So I go hire a Facebook ads manager, $2,500 a month, three month minimum, not including the ad spend. She said to me, I'm going to need you to spend at least $1,000 a month for this to make sense for us to even test. Okay. So I'm now at over a $10,000 expense. I made $0, $0. That funnel did nothing. And I hired a phenomenal, this was not Michelle. This was be before I met Michelle. Um, I hired a phenomenal ads expert that was getting all these amazing testimonials. Lots of my friends were working with her. And I'm like, why isn't this working? Well, she must not be focusing on me. She must not be helping me enough. She's working with, no, no, no. She was doing what she needed to do, but she was trying to scale a broken funnel. What did we talk about yesterday? Adding fuel to the fire. I gave her logs and I was like, make this work, right? So she's over here adding fuel to logs and there's no flame. So you have to be good enough to get your flame started before you go and outsource. Okay, let me just take a minute. Is that making sense? Does this make sense? Is this clicking? Okay. So that is probably my biggest piece of advice of don't go too quickly. All right. I still watch digital courses, digital products, all of the things. I get the information. I get the strategy. And then I go to my team and I say, okay, here is what I would like us to do. But I'm still the strategist, you guys. It is the number one role that I have in my business. I am the strategist. I am the brains behind the operation, okay? We need to make sure you are not outsourcing the brains to somebody who doesn't know your business. It doesn't make sense, but yet it happens all the time with entrepreneurs, okay? So first of all, we've got to make sure, another thing, is that you've got a strategy to hire them. You know how to hire. You know how to interview. You know how to train. 
how to and how to really maximize that person when they come on board and do you have the time on your schedule to help them okay we just brought on um a marketing manager brand new position we never had it before okay we brought in a management position to help manage people in the marketing department and because it was a new position and she directly reports to me guess who's training her guess who's spending all of no, i shouldn't say all I have an extra 45 minutes every day, Monday through Friday, with her in a meeting, okay? It takes a lot to get somebody up and running, especially when it's a new position with no systems in place, right? So there's work to be done, and it's a sacrifice, a temporary sacrifice that I have to do to give her what she needs to thrive. But what people typically do is they bring on the marketing manager, and they're like, all right, blow my business up. And then what happens is the person is not a magician and they don't know your business. So now they're spending all this time just researching and figuring out what to do, right? While you're just waiting for this person to bring you in tons of money. That is not how this works, okay? So I have been, how long has Kara been here now? A few weeks, I would say, maybe three weeks. Still three weeks in, I am meeting with her every day for 45 minutes and she can vox me or take me in Monday, unlimited amount of times, whatever she needs, because she's in the training process. We will be training together for 90 days, okay? 90 days. So this is where so many times, I think we just, we have unrealistic expectations. If you have never hired somebody before, you just don't even know what you're getting into, right? If you've hired somebody before and you haven't had great results, and you're gonna go redo the same thing you just did, all you're doing is you're spinning on this was that the cycle right of not being great at hiring and training so we've got to make sure that you understand what it looks like to hire what kinds of questions you should be asking in the interview um what types of sample projects you should be doing little secret tests that i love they're my favorite it's like they don't know they're getting interviewed or tested and i'll just ask a simple question or assign something simple and it's like this is it this is what's going to make or break this person getting this role Okay, so what I want you to start to think about is, first of all, do you need to hire somebody? And then are you ready? And how do we get you ready? Because I believe every single person that is watching or listening to this right now should be thinking about how do I build a team? I've never met somebody that is a solopreneur that has work-life balance, living the lifestyle that they want to live or work, right? Doing the things they want to be doing. Because again, you are doing 100% of the activities. How many of you love 100% of the things you have to do in your business? It's rare, right? It's really, really rare. So what I want you, and usually those solo producers, they're overworked, they're underwhelmed, right? Overwhelmed, sorry, overworked, overwhelmed. And we've got to get you to get things off of your plate. Okay, so here's one strategy I want you to consider. Because people always say to me, well, where do I go next? What do I do? So first of all, some of you, the answer is do not outsource anything. You have some work to do, okay? Some of you, you're like, I'm ready and it's time. Great, you're good to go. Here's what I want you to understand. People have this, um, this weight of, but what if I can't afford to pay them? What if four months from now, five months from now, six months from now, I run out of funds to pay their payroll. How many of you have felt that before? What if I can't afford to pay them? Say me in the chat. Okay, so I felt this too, and this was a major pivot for me, and I want you to hear me out on this. This will be a game changer for you. 
So first of all, yes, I do think you should be responsible for, you should be financially responsible by making sure that you do have a portion of their salary ready to go. So for me, I'm looking at about 90 days worth of a salary. Could I pay this person for 90 days, okay, without them bringing in a dollar to this business? Could I afford that, okay? So that's number one. Now, here is where people don't understand the shift. After somebody has been onboarded to your team, you've hired, trained, and maximized. Maximized. That's the word I want you listening to, okay? When you have done that, which should be the full 90 days, right? That full 90 days should be where we get them hired, trained, and maximized. 90 days from now, you shouldn't be responsible for paying anybody anything. Here's why. The business should be responsible for doing it. And the person you've just hired should be responsible for contributing to what the business needs to pay that person out. Okay, so there are direct ways to do this and indirect ways to do this. So first of all, you might say, we aren't writing sales emails. We don't have a funnel. Like we need we need these things. It's costing us money, okay? You might bring somebody in to build you a funnel that then generates money and you can see how, okay, this makes sense. Okay, we just hired a copywriter for $15,000 and which is like, oh my goodness, like, hurts my chest a little bit. Like there's like a little something right there when I say that out loud. However, when we go to launch the product, we will make that back in the first email. Okay. So do you see what I'm saying? I can say I can afford her temporarily now, but for me to keep working with a copywriter at that price point, her emails better deliver, right? She doesn't get to stay because she's the copywriter in 90 days from now, she gets to stay if her emails are producing revenue for the business. And if it's not, why would you keep that person? Why would you keep them here? It is not my responsibility, right, to do that. It is absolutely their responsibility when they are onboarded, ready to go, know what they're doing to be producing revenue for the business. Makes sense, okay? Now, there are some indirect ways that this could work. Let's say you are your social media manager. How many of you are your own social media manager? Maybe not great, but but you're like you're you're on that org chart if we were to do an org chart. Okay. Now, that is tedious and it may or may not bring you in money. A good social media manager should be impacting the revenue, okay? Should be. Now, Let's just say, though, you just want them to take on what you've been doing. You've been a mediocre strategist, and they're going to replace you. And let's just say, just to kind of give an example, that their social media management is actually not, in fact, bringing in money because they're being as mediocre as you have been because you can't focus on it, okay? But it relieves you from doing 10 hours a week of social media management to then doing something else that then generates the income. Okay, that is another possible situation in which it were were to make sense for you to say, okay, this doesn't actually generate income for the business, but it needs to get done, right? Like there are some roles that you really can't say technically bring in money, um, but like even customer service or just somebody checking that email, right? You might be losing money on retention and people renewing or staying because of poor customer service. Now, can we show like customer service truly helped Maybe not necessarily, right? But there is definitely some benefit. So sometimes there are things that must be done in your business, yet you're like, I just don't know. Okay, 
All right. So, okay. I'm going to stop for one second. So Suzanne says she is her own social media manager and it's because she loves social media. Okay. Now you have to ask yourself though, is it the best use of your time and the highest paying position for the company? The CEO cannot be doing a $20 an hour job. Let, let me just say that. Okay. Any business where the CEO is doing $20 an hour work, and I actually believe you can find this even cheaper than $20 an hour, just saying, that is a broken business model, okay? So you might love social media, love writing emails, love doing whatever. However, only some of them make sense for the CEO to be in, to be working in, okay? So what I want you to be thinking about as you're like, but I love this. Okay, well, how do you still get to be involved in social media as the strategist, but you're not the doer and the implementer, right? So I'm I'm heavily involved in social media, okay? But we literally have somebody right now prepping a real idea for me, okay? And then I'm gonna do that real. It's gonna take me three minutes on Friday and I'm gonna pass it off to my team and they're gonna edit it and then they're gonna post it, okay? So you can love social media, but there is no way any one of you should be hitting the submit button, the post button. I don't even know what it's called. That's literally what I, how I don't do this in the business. Okay. So be very, very careful. Okay. Um, Brittany says, I kind of hate it. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. If you already hate it, then you're not even great at it. Okay. How many of you, if you had two options of people to hire, you've got one girl who's phenomenal, but she really doesn't like it. Okay. And you've got one girl who is not as good, but she's obsessed. She loves it. She consumes stuff for fun. She's always researching, getting up good ideas. Who are you going with, right? We know that long-term, the girl that's doing it, that's good, that doesn't love it, it's going to fade. It's totally going to fade, right? Now, with that said, um, with the other girl, I'd rather work with somebody who is excited and motivated and driven and wants it versus they just get it and they're capable of it. Okay, cool. Okay. So Suzanne just said, do you interact in your DMs or is that somebody else? Okay. So first of all, in my DMs, you may have heard, uh, you may have gotten a DM that says, hi, this is Kristen from Stacy's team. Has anybody ever gotten a message like that? Hey, it's Erica from Stacy's team. Um, we have people that acknowledge who they are in my DMs. If if there is no, hey, it's Kristen, then it actually is me. So I pop into my DMs three times a day. I do it when I have random leftover minutes. Not prime, 9 a.m., getting into my office, getting into my DMs, no way. What I do is, so for instance, let's say I'm dropping off the kids at school and we've got three minutes left before they go in or something, right? I might, or more so, I probably would pay attention to them. Let's say when I'm picking them up and I'm three minutes early, I'm in my DMs, replying back to as many as I possibly can. And then for those that um, I can't get to, my team most likely will pick up the slack on those that they can help. Okay. So this is where I want, I just, I want you thinking big picture. I want you thinking next level. I purposely was titling these topics to make you think 
you've got to be doing paid traffic or at least be thinking about how it's on the horizon. You've got to be outsourcing or at least have a wish list of somebody you want to hire in the next six months, right? If you are building a real business that doesn't need you, how many of you listen to my podcast from, I think a week or two ago about your business shouldn't need you that hit home hard with a lot of people. And I want you thinking that way, the business that needs you, that when you check out for summer, when you spend your day off on Christmas day, right? You want your business still producing revenue. The team takes off on Christmas day and our funnels still generate revenue, right? So I can be on a week long vacation. The team is cruising, still making us money. We can be closed on a Friday. Like we all took off on good Friday, but still made money that day and no one was working. Okay. That is what I want you thinking about. All right. I'm going to stick around and answer a few questions. So please feel free to post some questions in the chat. One thing I do want you guys to be aware of is this is our last call for foot traffic formula before our price is actually increasing. So starting next week, even if you're joining us in our June bootcamp, these are the public prices. So it's going to be six payments of $997 or one payment of 4997. Okay. Or sorry, or one payment of it's like 5,500. Now, if you go today or this week to foottrafficprogram.com, you will see your first month is only 497. And then the following ones are 997, or you can pay in full for 4997. So we're literally raising our price at least $500 starting next week. And this is, like I said, even the boot camp, the next boot camp. Um, you will not get this price. There is no more coupon code of $500 off that first month. It's like, it's 997 times six, okay? So I really, really wanna make sure that anybody that's been thinking about it on the fence, maybe like, I'm gonna join next bootcamp, grab it. If you pay the first payment, we're only gonna be opening up 10 spots this week um, because I'll tell you what you get in a second, which is why we only can do it. If you happen to get the free scholarship and you go to pay today and you're the one that randomly gets it, we will just reimburse you, okay? There's only 10 spots. So if you wait till tomorrow and the 10 spots are gone and you didn't win, you will miss out on this price point and have to pay the new price point, okay? So here's what you get in foot traffic and then I'm gonna stick around and answer some questions. Um, we will be announcing the, the scholarship winner tomorrow, okay? So we have a members only digital portal with all of the things we teach on how to build that sales funnel, a members only Facebook group. Okay. Daily live trainings and Q and a with laser coaching opportunities to jump on, on camera with me, with my team every single day, Monday through Friday, except for holidays. Okay. We have a small group advisory where every single month we have everybody that goes, that joins that month together. They get their own private class with just them. So even though somebody joined foot traffic last month and six months ago, you get a private class with just the beginners uh, for this group, right? So that you're not completely confused and thrown off. Like she's been in it for two years or a year and a half. And I've only been in it for a month. You're with the people that join at the same time. Okay. The biggest thing that you get is a done for you lead generation funnel. My team will build it. So remember when I said like, don't just go and outsource this to somebody and then think they're going to be the brains. Okay. What we're doing is, is we're making sure we're like guiding you to be the brains with you. So when you come on, you're like, what could be my lead funnel? What could be my lead magnet? What could be the product? We can help you brainstorm ideas so that then you can craft that idea and then hand it over to our team and we will build it for you. This is all included. 
Um, but we only have 10 spots and it's because you are getting a done for you funnel and we have limits. It's manpower, right? It's limited uh, manpower on our team. So that is all included. It's only going to be good for this week or um, when the 10 spots are gone. Foottrafficprogram.com. Okay. Foottrafficprogram.com. Cool. Um, okay. Let's dive into some questions. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, do you have a training for how to run Facebook ads or Pinterest ads? We have a training on how we have an entire course. I don't want to say a training, an entire course on Facebook and Instagram ads. Pinterest and YouTube are things we are dabbling in right now. As we dabble and we start to get results, that will be coming next. We do not, like the reason you're getting my team is because my team, like what I just said, I don't even know how to post on social media, you guys. Like I literally, I can post a story, right? Because I obviously do that, but I do not post in my newsfeed. So my point is the people that do the stuff on my team, they are the ones coaching. If you said to me, Stacey, could we work through how to post on your newsfeed today? I would say to you, absolutely not. But let's bring on Jermaine, who would be phenomenal at that, right? So then we are basically sharing our team with you. So you can ask Michelle, our Facebook and Instagram ad expert, I'm struggling with Facebook ads or what should I do next? She can answer that question. If you're looking for organic traffic, Alicia's your girl, right? If you have more of a brick and mortar business, Cara has worked with me, my brick and mortar for now eight or nine years. It probably is almost closer to nine. Um, she is here. Trisha's here too. They're actually the same age in the business. So we have different specialties. Erica is a sales master. She is here teaching sales and she does a lot of mindset. So that's why we're getting different people. I teach once a week and mine is marketing. I like to me, that's my zone of genius. So that is what I specifically teach. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. Um, Okay, do you think sales funnels work for upscale product-based businesses? Worry that too many lead generators appear cheesy. Okay, so first, if you can, the more specific you can be, the better I can help you. So if you can tell me like what that product is, I can give you an example. And what I would say to you is, you're right, the lead generator may or may not be something you wanna do. It may be what we call the bite-sized bundle, and that was from Monday, okay? So in the program, we basically have two tiers. We say, we, we help assess you. You come on board. My team is literally going, we believe you should start with the track of the lead generation funnel. Or we're going to say, you know what? We believe you should go down the track of the bite-sized bundle. They're totally separate curriculums. So somebody comes in and then the next person comes in and a minute later and we might go, you know what? You're in this track. You're in that track. You get access to all of the tracks, but we definitely are here to help you. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, art. I I don't know why. I don't know if there's just so many of you or we just attract art people, but every boot camp we have people that are doing art. Um, so I actually believe you could be lead magnet for art, but I also think you could be bite-sized bundle. So like how would you do a lead magnet? So uh who was it? McGee, the McGee McGee and Company. Um, they just did this, they did one. Okay. You guys, people think this is like for small little businesses. This is for anybody. So they just did it was a it was an Instagram story, it's a picture of their wall. And it was like five um, pieces. It was like, I'm making this up. It was like something about like five things to hang on a big blank wall, okay? And it was a swipe up to their blog post where they gave details of all this information. And then guess what happened? All of a sudden, um, it was like links to buy their stuff, which some of their stuff is not cheap. So I actually think you could get away with the free and the bite-sized bundle. Okay. Um, so somebody said FTF has been so worth it. It's really up level my focus and my strategy. Plus I've learned some amazing things, especially learning ads literally worth every penny. So if you're on the fence, do it. Thank you so, so much. Um, 
I recently joined FTF and love it. So much support, training, and one-on-one -on -one assistance. Thank you. Okay. Um, I sell cookies in my brick and mortar and I also on my website to ship all over. Do you think foot traffic formula is a good value? So yeah, we've actually worked in our boot camps with um bakers and we've literally had a cookie, um, like a cookie shop that sold nationwide. Um, so yeah, we've already worked with somebody exactly like you. And we have a couple bakers in the program as well. And not only do we have some bakers, but then that are brick and mortar, but some of those bakers have transitioned to adding online digital stuff as well. So that's something you could be thinking about. Um, what would you say is the ratio of service businesses to product businesses and foot traffic? I would say half and half. We just did a survey to our people and um, it was crazy. Like 60% of people own, have physical products. Now remember there's crossover. Some brick and mortars also have physical. Some digital service providers offer some physical. Some physical are offering digital. So what happens is we start to teach you how to become more diverse, right? So you might start to go, I'm not just a brick and mortar. I'm not just, so right now my brick and mortar has local services. We sell retail and we have digital products. My local brick and mortar business. Okay. Diversify, diversify, diversify. Okay. Um, how long do you do, do you let a test ad run and how do you do split testing? Okay. So how long do you let, let a test ad run? So first of all, it depends on a lot of things, right? And this is a great question where you would come on and you would ask Michelle, but I know enough to be dangerous to give you some advice. And then I'm like, Michelle's your girl, go to Michelle, right? So first couple things that it depends on. Um, how do I say this? If, if you're doing a really small budget, you might not be getting enough traffic to even see if the funnel's working. If you're going in really high, okay, well then it might be a shorter budget because it's like, oh, we've had a thousand people go through this thing. Like we know, okay? So this is more so not about how long, it's more about how many people have gone through it, right? So honestly, I like a hundred is the most bare minimum, bare minimum number that like, I don't even let people tell me results. If they have less than a hundred people see a funnel, I want it to be several hundred, several, yeah, several hundred, maybe even up to a thousand of like, get, let's get real data here. Okay. A lot of times people think their funnel's broken and they just haven't had enough people to even see it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Can I do a sales funnel for just my surrounding area? Yeah. So Eric, we have um, funnels that are strictly for within like a 10 mile radius of our building. We have um, somebody in there in here that does, um, we have somebody in here that does laundry service, which I wish she was local to me. She does laundry service where she will come pick up your laundry, do the laundry, fold it, bring it back, drop it off. She just runs, runs ads locally. We have somebody else that's a meal prep another person I need in my life. I wish all these people lived here. Um, and she, again, is just local, maybe within an hour. And they are targeting people that want pre-made meals where they come pick it up and then make it at home. Okay. Um, can you say what the bonus is for the 10 spots again? Yes, it's the done for you lead generation funnel. So when you want to outsource, right? We just talked about this. And I did this because you know what I meant when I, I did air quotes because you know what I meant about the brains. We have to, you, you're the business. Like you know it better than anybody. Like let us work with you and guide you and brainstorm with you. But you are ultimately going to say, okay, this is what I came up with. This is what I want to finalize with. Um, but we're here to guide you. So the 10 done for you lead generation funnels, we are going, you're going to outsource to us and it's no extra price. It's just like, hey, let us help you. It's a 14 day turnaround time guaranteed. Okay. Usually faster, but we give ourselves time in case you all submit on the same day. Right. Um, okay, cool. Um, am I missing anything? 
Do you, th oh, I already answered that. To me, it feels the same as being in my brick and mortar. I have an employee to serve the customers, but I still like to pop out and interact with people. I feel the same way about social media. Yes, as long as it's like the 80-20 rule. I am probably on my social media 20% of the time, and then 80% of the time, it's somebody else. I mean, I think if you were 100% removed out of your business, you start to not even understand what the customer wants and needs. So there's absolutely some things where you've got to still get in there, right? You've got to get your hands dirty once in a while. I will actually work usually opening week of my studios, um, just in the front desk area where I'm kind of like a bonus person. Uh, I'll help the kids try on shoes and parents like direct them to where they're going and all of that. And to me, it's like my market research. It's my, I do it one time a year. That's it. It's my annual market research of, are we still efficient? Are there, are people confused? Um, are we selling as much as we can in our retail, right? I'm literally there to figure out like, this is weird because you don't know until you like get in there. I sat down in the chair for the first time ever. And I was like this, I'm not even kidding guys. I was like, this chair is disgusting. Why has nobody told us we need a new computer chair at my front desk? Like I was like, I was mortified that that was our chair, but like sometimes people don't want to say to you, by the way, your chair is gross and you need to get a new one, <laughs> right? They feel bad. They don't want to complain. So until I sit in the chair and I'm like, oh my, I immediately said to Kent, I'm like my husband, I'm like, please go order a chair on Amazon. Like that chair needs to be here tomorrow and we need to put it together for them, right? Sometimes people don't want to complain, customers or employees, right? Or contractors. So getting in there, you get to really feel it and see it, okay? Got it. Okay, so last call. Post on social media, tag me if you want to win the scholarship. It's a $6,000 program, you guys. Get in here. Now, that does not include a done-for-you funnel. It includes everything but the done-for-you funnel. If you're like, oh, no, I'm definitely wanting a done-for-you funnel, and you're like, I'm just going to go buy it immediately because of that, then go do that. There's only 10 of those, okay? Then anybody who is like, I want to take advantage of this price point before it does raise, it is a permanent raise. You will never, ever, starting next week, see this price point ever again. If you have my word, not even in our next boot camp, not secretly someplace else, that price point is gone. Okay. Take advantage of this. Thank you, Erica. You can go to foottrafficprogram.com. All the details are there. You can message Erica. I think Kristen's here, maybe Julie. Um, and they are here to help as well. If you need any guidance, um, it's to figure out if you're a good fit. Also, if you go to foottrafficprogram.com, there's two buttons, join now and you just pay or book a call. If you're like, I'm not sure if this works for me, jump on a call, okay? And then you can absolutely figure out with our team who's an enrollment team, not a sales team, is this a good fit or is this not, okay? All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed these last three days together. This was so fun. I'm so happy I was able to do something new um, and different in the Facebook group. Um, if you are not a member of the Facebook group, get in there. We're going to continue to do fun stuff like this on a, like probably like a monthly basis or so or every other month. Um, so we've got some new fun stuff coming. So make sure to get in the foot traffic community. All right, guys, I will see you soon, hopefully in the foot traffic program. Um, again, we have calls every day. So you might be able to jump in today, get signed up and join today's call or tomorrow's call, depending on what time you jump in. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. If you're loving the Foot Traffic Podcast, I want to invite you to hang out with me for five days. Yes, join us in our next live five-day bootcamp where we will be discussing 10 free or low-cost ways to drive more traffic, and you will be blown away by the content that we cover inside. Go to drivemoretraffic.net to get signed up, and let's get you more visible.